I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about the 139 genes that set the human mind apart from our primate cousins, a new gel that could change the game for those suffering from dry mouth, and why psychopaths could be immune from the contagious yawn. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. People have always looked at our primate cousins with a kind of wonder. We're so alike that sometimes it feels a little weird. I know what you mean. Like, humans and chimpanzees both form super complex social relationships and friendships. Chimps even comfort each other, just like humans. And all kinds of primates use tools. Like, we even kind of look alike. Exactly. Well, we're also genetically very similar. Around 96% of our DNA sequence is literally identical to that of chimpanzees, for example. But one thing that is remarkably different is our cognitive ability. I mean, look, other primates are pretty clever, but none of them have built wildly complex civilizations full of plumbing and electricity and massive infrastructure. None of them have written novels or sent one of their own to the moon. Now that would be some breaking news. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So scientists have always wondered what happened. At what point did our brains diverge from our primate pals and become these computers capable of building and destroying an entire planet? Well, a new study has identified 139 genes that behave differently in human brains than they do in other primates. Wow, that's it? 139 genes? Yep. And this is a big deal, not just because it shows how our minds are set apart from our primate ancestors, but also because it pinpoints specific genetic factors that might have played a key role in the development of human intelligence and our behaviors that are so incredibly complex. All right, so let me see if I get this right. Humans have 139 genes that other primates just don't have. Not exactly. So let's talk a little bit about the study itself. The researchers, led by a team at the University of Toronto, built up a super detailed brain map of the middle temporal gyrus in five primate species, including us. What's the big deal about the middle temporal gyrus? Well, it's often associated with language and speech, so you'd expect it to be different in us than it is in other primates. The researchers built a catalog of about 570,000 cells. Here's the thing. The 139 genes that function differently in humans actually existed in other primates. But in humans, they are expressed differently. That means that at some point, these genes diverged. Okay, that's a little mind-blowing. What must have caused that to happen? It's not possible exactly to know what caused the divergence, but the researchers say that in human brains, these genes have become really robust and more likely to survive mutations that would otherwise harm their ability to function properly. So in humans, they can withstand change, in other words. Exactly, and that could lead to higher-level cognition. So I know that not every study needs to lead to some crazy new treatment. Some studies are just illuminating, right? But are researchers looking to do something with this new massive cognitive map? 
Absolutely. They've basically built a truly vast data set of information that other scientists can use. Any new map of the mind will bring us a better understanding of how it functions. It's like building a library that anyone can use in their own research. But the study also opens up discussions about what it means to be human. That is a good point. This kind of research is a reminder of how far we've come in the science of the mind and opens the doors to our understanding of ourselves and our place in the world. Right. It's not just about facts and figures. This study makes you appreciate the complexity and wonder of human life. By some estimates, around 22% of adults suffer from xerostomia. And that number bumps up to 30% in the elderly and a whopping 80% among the elderly who are institutionalized. Okay, those numbers are unreal. So so what is zero, zero, zero xerostomia? Xerostomia, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. More commonly referred to as dry mouth. Okay, I guess I didn't realize it was such a problem. Well, yeah, and the thing is, it's actually worse than it sounds. Dentists always lecture us about how important our oral health is, but keeping our teeth and gums healthy is about so much more than just avoiding the drill. In so many ways, our overall health begins with our mouth. That is a bold statement. Well, think about it this way. One of the most fundamental ways we stay healthy is through our diet. Okay, I see where you're going. Cavities make it hard to eat. Yeah, poor nutrition leads to poor health, and it all starts with the mouth. And that's why dry mouth is such a problem. When it's untreated, it can lead to periodontal diseases, oral ulcers, and tooth decay. It can make it hard to swallow. And all of that together spells out malnutrition. Which I assume would be especially problematic for the elderly. Exactly. But there's some potentially good news. Scientists at the University of Leeds in the UK have developed a new aqueous lubricant that acts like a saliva substitute, and tests have shown it to be crazy effective. I was actually going to say, I know there are already some treatments on the market, right? How is this different? Well, that's really the million-dollar question. Almost all treatments on the market right now involve oral lubricants, and you have to apply them pretty frequently for them to work. They're meant to coat the inside of your mouth, helping you retain moisture and mouth hydration. But there's a problem. Let me guess. Whatever you put in your mouth has a tendency to go away really fast. You got it. The products that are currently on the market have to be applied, like, a lot. To keep the mouth hydrated, people have to apply them sometimes in the middle of a conversation or even while they're eating. And after a few swallows, they're already on their way out. That sounds really frustrating. Yeah. And for a treatment to be useful, it's got to work, right? Like, imagine a chapstick that only soothes your dry lips for a minute or two. It would get really annoying having to keep applying it over and over. Okay, so how does this new treatment work? It's kind of crazy, actually. The research team used microgels that formed a lattice-like molecular network. These microgels adhere to the inside of the mouth and are paired up with something called a polysaccharide-based hydrogel that helps with water retention. The trick is to make a gel that will stay put, right? And this one is shown to be up to five times as effective as existing products. So that means it lasts longer. Yep, significantly longer. Okay, so it's not a cure, but it's a start. Right now, it's still in the lab testing stage, but this could really be a breakthrough for lots of folks suffering from dry mouth. Xerostomia, your days are numbered. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A study conducted at Baylor University found that people with psychopathic traits are almost immune to contagious yawning. Hang on, so contagious yawning is a real thing? It absolutely is, and it's not just a thing for us humans. It's been observed in all kinds of social animals, like chimpanzees and wolves and even dogs. You know, I think I've actually seen a dog catch a yawn from its human. Yeah, no, it happens. So what these researchers really wanted to explore was the relationship between psychopathic traits and this phenomenon of contagious yawning. Okay, but why? Like, what does one have to do with the other? Well, that's the coolest part. So contagious yawning has been strongly linked to our sense of empathy. Uh, So our ability to feel empathy for another person is kind of what causes us to yawn when we see someone else yawn? That's the idea. And research has also shown that people with psychopathic traits typically display behaviors like being selfish, manipulative, impulsive, fearless, callous. You get the idea. Okay, in other words, a lack of empathy. Exactly. So they wanted to know, if someone has less empathy, are they less likely to catch a yawn from another person? Uh, Okay, how do you test that, though? There's literally a test called the contagious yawn experiment. Yeah, of course there is. Why not? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. They had 135 subjects take an inventory to assess their level of psychopathic tendencies, and they found that those who rated strongly on the cold-heartedness part of the psychopathy scale were much less likely to yawn empathetically. So can this then be used as a sort of diagnostic tool? (laughs) Okay, well... No. They are quick to say that the study doesn't suggest that failing the yawn contagiously is a definitive indicator of psychopathy. People may not yawn in response to others for a bunch of reasons totally unrelated to psychopathy. For example, research has shown that children who are on the autism spectrum also have challenges with empathy and therefore are less likely to experience contagious yawning. It is interesting to think of empathy not as a quality, but as a function of brain mechanisms that influence our behavior. If that makes sense. It totally does. And in this case, more empathy means more catchy yawns. (sighs) (laughs) Couldn't help it. Sorry. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. A study led by University of Toronto has identified 139 genes in the human brain that are expressed differently than in other primates, offering a potential genetic key to our unique cognitive abilities. This research highlights the evolutionary divergence of these genes in humans, giving researchers crucial insights into the genetic underpinnings of human brain development and function. Scientists at the University of Leeds have developed a breakthrough aqueous lubricant, potentially five times more effective than existing products, as a saliva substitute for combating xerostomia, or dry mouth. This novel lubricant uses microgels and polysaccharide-based hydrogels to improve mouth hydration, leading to longer-lasting relief. A Baylor University study revealed that people with psychopathic traits are less likely to experience contagious yawning, suggesting a link between the phenomenon and empathy. The findings highlight how certain personality traits, like a lack of empathy characteristic of psychopathy, can influence everyday behaviors like yawning. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.